Welcome, Randos, to episode 121 of the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon, and today we're talking about Moon Knight. Yeah, let's go ahead and just say right off the top. By the way, hi, nice to see you. Oh, thanks. And good for you to hear us. Uh, spoiler alert, it's been a few weeks yeah. since it concluded, yep. so we've you know given that little grace period. You know, with a show like this, it would be hard to episode by episode break it down, so I'm actually kind of No, we'll gl- do a whole... I'm kind of glad we get to do a season review. Can we call it a full shebang review? Shebang away. Yeah. Shebangs. 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 <laughs> this is why we're best friends. Because <laughs> stupid shit like this still matters. Uh, it does. Yeah. So, Moon Knight. Yeah. With a K. Kamoon Knight? No. <laughs> no. Moon Knight. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Micah bad. Um, Micah just... is bad from Red Dead Redemption 2. He's the one that fucking kills yeah. Arthur. Fuck that guy. Yeah, I knew a Micah. I didn't like him. Micahs are not cool. Yeah. So, this show, we can already hear in the infancy of our podcast... Hi. Um, is better than Micah's. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. So I think we'll get into it. I think we're going to have a, a gay old time I talking think. about it. But we do have a fake sponsor. And I think that is really special. Well, actually, you know what? We... So we're on sound. We normally have a fake sponsor. This oh, one's a bad. little bit different. Yeah. It's like we're just trying to shed a little light more than we are like... Yeah. We're just trying to help a brother out. Yeah, exactly. So, so we, you know, our podcast is on SoundCloud. And but thank you for finding it wherever. Every, every other um, major popular source except Apple and... No, we're on iTunes. I don't know. It, it's an aggregate. You post on one place. We're not on the... Google. Because eh, it takes forever to get on there. Yeah, who cares? We don't care. So, uh, anyway, sorry. We're on SoundCloud. We, we, That's where we post a sound, our stuff. A SoundCloud artist reached out to us um, called... A Barry O'Tone. Barry O'Tone. And, uh, you know, said, hey, guys, I, I like your podcast. Love your podcast. Just, I, I wanted you to take a listen to our stuff. and If you we, like it. Which we get a you, lot, actually, yeah. be, but usually they're just spam. Yeah. This guy seemed real. Seems real. He's a little too real, maybe, for some. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Uh, so he's kind of got, like, an urban vibe, but he just said, hey, would you mind promoting my upcoming, you know, music at, right here on SoundCloud from one SoundCloud crowd? From one SoundCloud Cloud creator. No, from one SoundCloud crowd to another SoundCloud crowd. So we hope you enjoy this. This is called Street Parking from Barry O'Tone. Yeah, we're just going to play a little clip. Here you go. Uh, yeah. Got a message for y'all. Going to show you how we park on these streets. Street Parking. Bitch, I only have one spot. Street, street Parking. Yeah. Yeah. What? out on the street like this wheels 18 inches from the curb your car will be fine we live in the burbs two hour time limit you want an 80 dollar ticket then i suggest you go move your shit also watch out for bird shit you're popped under a tree partner street parking street sweeping second and fourth monday from 11 to 2 Sucks to be you, my apartment has only one carport, and that shit is mine. So you gotta walk a little ways. BFD, you'll be fine. What? I didn't realize you have groceries. Here, let me move my car. 
Fuck, I can't find my keys. Alright, let me help. Let me take your bag. Come on, don't be like that. You're clearly struggling. I'm sorry. Next time you can have the spot. You could have texted me ahead of time if you knew we were coming home with groceries. No, it's just that your car's been leaking oil a little bit lately and I just had the driveway power washed. What are you talking about? I told you that three months ago. I know you're pregnant. Yes, and an amputee. I can see that. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm glad we talked. Good communication, babe. I love you too. Now come here, and let me give you a straight kiss, like this! Brandon, are you, are you crying? No, I mean, that's a struggle that is all too real, and I can relate to. Yeah. In fact, today you had to park your ass out on the street. I did, I, I had street parking. Yeah. And I have to admit, it, the, I, I was listening to street parking, while street parking, and I just felt like this guy understood me. He stu- yeah, he's he's for me. He got it, yeah. you know? You know, representation is important through music. It is. Yeah. Well, it's thank fun. you, uh, Barry O'Tone. Yes. For... Is that a question? <laughs> <laughs> We've been over this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to invite him, you know, if he's ever got more music in the future to, you know, let us know and we'll... For sure. L- give him a shout. For sure. Anyways, check his out ne- his next one's gonna be like parallel parking. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes through all the parking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Parking downhill. Third Street parking garage. Oh my god, I I hate parking garages. That's... I always have this weird phobia that a, an earthquake's gonna happen right when I'm in like really? a parking garage. Yeah, I don't know why. It's probably payback for when I used to go up to the top of the parking garage by our local movie theater, and the Roxy. Create earthquakes. No, but I, me and my earthquakes. friends when we were bored in high school. We would go up to the top of the parking garage, oh. and then we never like threw anything that could damage like property or someone. But we would just take bottles of hair gel and squeeze them <laughs> when people would walk by. God, <laughs> sometimes I learn about the stuff you did when you were younger, and I'm like, God, what an asshole! I know. Last week was a long time ago. I have I have changed. So <laughs> you much. are such a different yeah, person. I'm, now. I'm completely reformed. All right, let's talk about Moon Knight. So, overall thoughts. Let's just start there. What did you think of the Disney Plus show Moon Knight? It was very good. I liked it a lot. Okay, it's very good, not as quite as great. I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> okay. As am I. Great. I, maybe we need to talk it out. Okay. So I'm going to say it's very good. Okay. And then through the course of our discourse, I might upgrade it to great. All right, so this, I liked it. It was wholly original. As a departure from a lot of things they've done in the past. Yep. It got into theories on mental illness, the afterlife, but all still through the hue of a PG-13 audience through Marvel and Uh Disney. I mean, and we're dealing with, we've dealt with superheroes, mutants, Norse gods. We're actually going into Egyptian gods now. Yes. And it feels... Like it oddly fits. Yeah. Right? No, he's he's right in there in the in the 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 palette. Yeah. So um, I liked it too. I I think 
I, I think there are things that I really liked about the show, mm-hmm. and there are things that I kind of wish they would have not focused so much time on, or maybe not went in that direction. I look forward to circling back with you on that, because yeah. I'm curious to what you think. Overall, I really thought this was, um, when I first heard it even announced, I was like, yes! I used to love Moon Knight. Really? I never had Moon Knight never, comics. I I'm never not gonna, knew any of it. I'm not going to claim to have had oh, okay. Moon Knight comics. But I always liked when he would appear in the, like with the Punisher, because I used to collect Punisher comics. Actually, I wasn't allowed to collect Punisher comics because ultra violent. Mm-hmm. But uh, my uncle was. My uncle's only like three and a half years older than me, so I would steal his Punisher comics. And Moon Knight would appear, and the 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 banter between him and oh, Frank yeah. Castle was always good. He would show up on occasion. Yeah, I've actually um, seen some of that banter back and forth. Yeah, where he's just like how he says something about like how are your fake Egyptian gods and he goes great how is your dead family like, yeah exactly like stuff like that and it's pretty brutal back and forth and he would show up on occasion um, in Spider-Man comics yeah, yeah and yeah. I always thought he had the coolest look he does I mean, especially when his eyes are you know luminous illuminated both yeah work, I think. when they shine basically yeah um, and they shine bright like a diamond too no diamond oh okay diamond. Um, so when when this was announced I was really excited and I thought, you know what? Small screen is right. We don't yep. need, like, guys Especially who are... with Oscar Isaac announcing the role, that got me so much more excited. Yeah, I, I, I like him. He's a lot he's of, great. He's in so many of our fandoms, too. Yeah, I mean, he was in... He was Apocalypse, which was the role of a Lifetime oh fan. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> the role... The negative role of a Lifetime yeah. So now he's been an Egyptian god. <laughs> he's been... And in, he's been an Egyptian god's avatar. Yeah. And now he's been... Yeah. Interesting. I never really I thought didn't about that. that. I'm sure the internet, I'm sure that's already all over the internet, but that was holy something. But you and we just I just had upon. an epiphany. Yeah, yeah. Can we have co-epiphanies, like co-author? Co-epiphanies, one? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like comorbidities, but better. The f- like, what is that? Like fat Siamese twins? <laughs> no. Comorbidity. Yeah, comorbidity. It- Shut up! You're just making up words. No, you know what? It's a thing. Like, okay, okay. I don't want to get into comorbidities, but it's, it's like. No Pre-existing things that make, uh, uh, if you were to get COVID, for example, it makes it worse because you had comorbidities. Anyway. The, are you an insurance broker all of a sudden? Well, due to your comorbidities, we're not going to be able to deny, or we'll have to I deny don't, your coverage. I don't know the exact, I just like how it sounds. I think the word comorbidities is just kind of It's cool too many sounding. syllables. It almost sounds like titties at the end, too. Oh, cool. Go ahead and say Comor- it more. Comor- big titties. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we need yeah. to comb. <laughs> need to comb more. Yeah, I always like the big titties with hair on. Yeah, really. When those bitches they... are in heat. <laughs> no, I meant bitches like as in a female dog. I got that. Okay, I did get that. You're a bitch too, though. All right, so we're talking about uh, Moon Knight. Yeah, can you believe? It? Mark Spector slash Stephen Grant. Yeah, is the avatar of the god Conchu. Mm-hmm. Fighting against. In a race against time, too, in a time-sensitive... Kind of, yeah. yeah. Fighting against Arthur Harrow, who's Ethan Hawke's character, who's the Oh my avatar. god, he was Ethan Hawke? <laughs> oh my god, you're Ethan Hawke? No. I'm a girl. <laughs> um, who was uh, the avatar of Amit. The alligator queen, mm-hmm. who wants predetermined justice. I actually really like this, by the way. Mm-hmm. As a setup to a just a general concept of an idea... I love that you have, so so I don't exactly know what Amit is the god of, but and I know they touched on it. I don't remember, but you have Conchu, who is the god of the moon, and of vengeance. Yes, 
So it makes sense. But a scaled vengeance. <clears throat> right. He well, and he doesn't he doesn't punish people for things they haven't done yet. Yes. But Amit is a, mini- a minority report. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and and in the same way, Minority Report has this sort of gray. Th- there's this, no really there's, free will. Then. Yeah. yeah. Well, but like, you're you you know it's not okay to kill somebody if they're innocent, because they haven't done anything yet. We just we as human beings know that that's not okay. Right. But if you know for sure that they're gonna do something bad, is it okay? This all comes back to the argument: Would you kill Hitler as a baby? It's that kind of yeah, no, question. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. If you knowing in hindsight, yeah. I would chop that baby up into pieces. <laughs> Put it in a burger and eat it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But then when that fuse with no your reservations. Soul? Oh no, I like burgers. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. No, I meant the I think cows oh, yeah. are cuter than Hitler and I still eat burgers. Does that make sense? Yeah, we all got our things. So yeah, yeah I, I, I like the kind of um the battle of is it okay to let the bad people do bad things and then punish them? Right. So basically it was like, hey, this is how the world currently works in most places versus mm-hmm. this is how one god who's been the eternal, I'm assuming since you know the dawn of everything, would prefer it to work, but that god got sent away. Right. Because, hey, that's too extreme and that's not fair. They both got sent away, didn't they? Kind of, yeah. Because Kanchu Amit- was not in anybody's good graces either. As far as the gods go, no, but uh, yeah, there there was a little confusion, but we'll get into it. <clears throat> so that's the large story, and then we're brought right. In, so here's something I didn't understand. Make this clear for me, real quick, if you know, where were we? Were we in London because everyone had British accents, or were we, were we already in Egypt when the story takes place? So he worked at that museum. Yeah, but museums could be anywhere. No, but that being that museum, oh man, that's gonna kill me. I do think it was London, but I do th- or something now I'm, now along I'm gonna, those lines. People who know that museum with the the, the pyramid museum, which is I now get it. Now that I say it out loud, right? I, I never connected the two, but um, that, by the way, that's the same one that uh, Diana worked at, I think, in was, Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, that movie was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be like that. Don't be like Wonder Woman 1984. Did we even do a podcast on that one? No, we did. Oh, love will set us... And then how she was body-stealing, and how she kind of, like, oh, raped, dude, that's so like raped a guy. Basically. Yeah. Was he... Yeah, you never... Anyway. Yeah. But, uh... Okay, we're... <laughs> we totally lost track. Yes, I think we are in London. I really... Um, I think the thing I, I bring away from this is I like how different it is than all the other Disney series. Yes. Disney Marvel series. Which I, I really appreciate them doing that. Every series that comes out is a little bit different. Yeah. Despite the fact that their movies have become pretty formulaic, mm-hmm. their TV shows are purposely trying to go away from it. Yes. And this is the first one that we've tried to at least tackle mental illness, albeit not very well. It didn't, you know, uh, so the main character is has dissociative identity, identity disorder. disorder. Yeah. And I really appreciated how they were trying to tackle that. It was done with as much sensitivity as you could expect a comic base right. to do. Even though it was probably pretty far off. What it yeah, would it's like. like this isn't how this works in reality. But but you know what I didn't like though about it is that they used it as an excuse to not show any action. 
Did you this, notice this that? show was largely devoid of action? Yeah, but they fill, filled it in with good story. One of the things I was going to say, not to jump around, no, no, but, no go ahead. Um, jump, jump up and get down too. Oh yeah, that's what you meant by go ahead, right? Well, thank you, House Spain, nineteen ninety two, and I. Actually, kind of like that we didn't get a lot of Moon Knight. We didn't get a lot of action. I feel like that's good because then we're really getting to know who this is when he's in the cloak, when he is Mark, when he's Steven. I, Two I, different Moon Knights, by the way, which I thought that was, was really fun. cool. Right? That's not something I, I ever specifically remember from the comics. I no, feel I'm like sure that was they a liberty took, liberty they took on that. for yeah. this. But I liked it. And it paid off. Yeah, for sure. This is also a thought I have rattling in my head. I don't want to forget it. <clears throat> The first time in a series form that we're getting a introduction, a an origin story in series form. Because we already knew who Wanda was. We already knew who Falcon Winter Soldier oh. were. We already knew who Loki was. We already knew who Hawkeye That's was. That's true. You know, this well, is... You, well, to be sort of fair, the Hawkeye show is more, more about origin, yeah, yeah. origin about yeah. Kate Bishop. Can I actually push back, though, and say that this is actually not an origin? We did not know Stephen Grant. We didn't. But... He was, he's been, Stephen Grant and Mark Spector have been Moon Knight for years by the time we see them. We don't, you see, you see what I'm saying? To the audience, this is the first time we're getting to know that. Him. Yes, yeah. that I agree with, but yes. I mean, we got to know the origins of all, of Jessica Jones, of Luke Cage and uh, Daredevil, and even to a degree, The Punisher when it was the Netflix series. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time since now Disney's, you know, at the helm. Right. We've really got an origin story played out through the series format. And I liked it. I did too. Couldn't um, say enough good things about Oscar Isaac's performance. Oh, so good. Yeah. The, I, I, that, I th- he's becoming one of my favorite actors. He's just, the fact that he can take on those two very different characters. And, and I mean, you know, they're the same body, but two different personalities. Yeah. But they act different. They have different accents like he played I thought the different boat. accents was really convincing they walked different they had different mannerisms to me that is a, a cadence in their speech right to yeah. me that's a good actor right because we we know of certain actors you know like a bruce willis type every movie he's playing bruce willis right he can't go outside of that um not very far anyway Oscar Isaac, he can go on opposite ends of the spectrum and he can jump from one to the other. Yeah, he was flexing his range in the for same sure. scene. Yeah. I think it's he he did such a good job. Yeah. What did you think about Ethan Hawke's character? At first, I didn't really like him. Mm-hmm. Um and I it to be fair, I think it was more his look. I just something about his look I didn't like. Did it feel a little whitewashed to you? Was it whitewashed? Was I, that I character? don't know who this character was though. Oh I'm no, just saying, I don't know. I just I, it just I, I heard some rumblings online of like why is this white dude in this part of the world like why isn't you know oh wow as a white man I did not think of that until now yeah oops and what was the village they were supposed to be in too where was that like, I don't I, know that was part of my frustration like I cl- oh no cl- but that was in Africa though oh they no so 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 they didn't go to Egypt until in the first episode when he wakes up and with Mark's blood he wasn't in Egypt the, okay. That See, was like Scandinavia. Or that was part I mean, of my frustration know. with the show. Is sometimes Norway. Or... I was like, "Where are we?" Until it's very clear we're actually in Egypt. Yes. Yeah. I to be fair, I don't know where that was, but no, I. Um, okay. Well, when uh, you we put... didn't, we yeah, they only went to Egypt when Arthur Harrow was going to Egypt. So so Mark Spector slash Moon Knight was in pursuit. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, and then, then we saw non-white folks who would be a better fit for Egypt, right? Yeah, more geographically what you'd yeah. expect. Yeah, yeah. Um, I anyway, re- what were we saying? <laughs> well, I don't know what we were saying, but I'll tell you what I, I am going to say. Oh, please. I was super hooked after the first episode. I was like, what is going on here? Yes. With the voice yes. and then him waking up and strapping himself and this putting the sand down. And they... They made it all make sense by the end. And yep. they went places, uh, aside from the first episode, they went places that really I wouldn't have expected, you know? It was, like, fantasy at points, but it was also, like, very grounded in, like, reality. And even though the thought of a, a cult is a little bit played out, but it also made sense with some of the things that are just present in our modern-day world. And a cult that thinks they're doing the right thing. Yeah. They're not evil. No, and he apologizes to the people who yeah. choose to get their scales weighed. Yep. He's like, I'm so sorry you won't see the world we're going to live in. Oh, like, and I, I love the fact that Arthur Harrow was the avatar of Conchu. That before, was a good dynamic. Before Mark Spector. That was... I like that. Yeah, and he's never angry. He's never driven by revenge. He's just driven by his purpose. And his purpose is to serve yep. God Amit because he's probably seen enough stuff in the world having been Conchu's uh, avatar to be like, yeah, the world doesn't deserve... Like, to the chance to do bad. If you could just live in a world with good people, wouldn't you want that? Yeah. Which, in and of itself, sounds blissful to some, if you don't know then, but at what cost? And they never touch on what the people did that made them bad. There's just an all-knowingness about it that we aren't aren't privy to. Right. But, like, that also makes it so that you don't know the measure. Yeah, did this person just jaywalk one day? Right. And so that old woman... Mm-hmm. Remember the old woman, the very first woman that you see die yeah. because her scales were unbalanced when they were doing the cane measuring thing. Mm-hmm. She was an older woman who seemed to be good because she was like, I need to know. Yeah. Right. She wanted to know. Have Am I, I lived a, a good, good life? person? Yeah. Um, and then she, and she wasn't by their standard. She was not good he enough said, to he survive. Said, he said, nah. He said, nah, and nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I, I really liked, just going back to what you were starting to say earlier, the unraveling of the mystery, starting with episode one. Yeah, I was just like, I watched it with uh, with Faith, my, my 15-year-old, and we were just like, what is going on here? Yeah. She was spooked, like genuinely, especially when the bird, you know, shows up and the lights start to flicker. And then, of yeah. course, that results in him like, oh, you know, the second episode when it picks off, watch the footage back, and it's just him running around like an idiot because it's all in his kind of head. Or in this, uh, it exists in another plane of, of, uh-huh. of, of being. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I. You know what's funny? I didn't think of that. Yeah. I really didn't think of that. I was always curious. I remember thinking at the time, well, wait a minute. How do they explain this then? Yeah. Like what we're all seeing. I, I, I get that now. Yeah. Okay. And just the, the way this show like, so quickly just jumps into WTF territory, especially in that yeah. fourth and fifth episode with the, the hippo, the afterlife... What? Where am I really? What's really going on? Am I in a psychiatric ward, or is this just a, 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 a break in a, a psychiatric mind? Like, so those were the things that I didn't like as much. I liked what I was seeing, but then when I stopped and th- thought about afterwards, I was like, so what were we doing? Where was that? What was, what was real in that moment? Right, and and I know that that's the point of the the showrunners and. When they're writing this, they're thinking, let's put him in a mental institution 
so that the viewer is not actually sure if they're in their own mind still, or if like this is now their own if mind, you could stick a camera or if this is mind. actually the reality. Yes, and the entire other thing has been his own mind. Yeah, and we do learn it sooner or later. But it's also it's more than that. It's more than being in his own mind. It's like a, this purgatory. Yeah, because the hippo ship captain, mm-hmm. hippo ship, uh, Captain Jack Hippo Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Took him on the ship with the sand and the bad dead people in the sand who are coming up and fighting. And yeah, that whole thing, that whole thing, I felt detached me because the rest of it, I know this sounds ridiculous to say this when we're talking about Egyptian gods, but I was getting the rest of it. But then once we went into this weird purgatory afterlife, I it kind of lost me a bit. Yeah. And I I didn't mind it, but it just felt like it spent so long in the mental institution and the afterlife or purgatory or whatever that thing is. Yeah. Um but I was very happy when we were when we finally got back. Back to reality. Yeah. And um and then and then his wife Layla at the end becomes who, who, whose power does she, does she take on? Oh man, another one, god. one of the gods who, whose wings, who becomes again yeah. Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, who starts oh, yeah. to split <laughs> things with wings and gauntlets. Yeah, I yeah. love that a little girl asks her, "Are you an Egyptian superhero?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I just thought there's something about that that I thought was really nice because you could just kind of get this feeling that the that the little Egyptian girl has seen all these other American type superheroes, but hasn't felt like they've oh, had okay, their yeah. own. Okay. I, I thought that was kind of a nice. I can see touch. that point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is there anything? So yeah, is there anything that bad about it that you thought? Even though, again, touching back on the whole idea of a mental, a psychiatric response to trauma, mm-hmm. um, resulting in him basically becoming two different spirits living in one body, and then who gets control at what time and the bargaining and. And then having the third party of Conchu in his head, it might have fallen a little flat or like I could easily see someone who actually knows what that looks like from a professional point of view. And like, well, that's actually not how it works. Of course, this was, you know, a, you know, a TV show, but I liked how they attempted to at least explain when Mark met Steven. Yes, I actually, well, and I love that it's not. It's not Conchu that makes him right. have which his I thought, disorder. I, yeah, which he, I, he was has that because long. of who he is. Yeah, and when he finally got tired of killing and he himself was about to die a physical death, that's when Conchu and Conchu's not a good guy. No, he he he's the lesser of two evils. But right. he basically and the, like when Stephen learns about how Mark came to accept the Moon Knight and will you fight for you know those wary travelers in the night or something like that. And he's like, well, sure, it's better than death and probably hell awaits me because I've been a mercenary and killing people for hire. But he's like, yeah, he took advantage of you. He knew you were desperate. Yep. So and I, he did that with Arthur Harrow, which is one of the reasons Arthur was so back. bad or was so angry and, and wanting to go to a different god. Yeah. Yeah. Cult leaders are scary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that my biggest gripe, and I know I, I griped about some of the pacing while they were in certain situations, like the afterlife and stuff. I'll agree to that. Um, I, I think my biggest issue was they have 
one of the coolest characters, coolest looking characters yeah. that I've seen in all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Very, he's like, he's like Batman, but he, but. Bright. But almost like mummy-like and also white, right? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> which is, by the way, if you're going to stalk people in the night, that's the worst thing to wear. <laughs> it's a big white outfit. Um, but it's the power of the moon. That's true. It's, yeah. yeah, the moon is white. So um, I I really liked the character, and I thought the action when we saw it was really cool. Yes. Though th- there was some ambiguity about what his power set was. But... I was just going to say real quick, oh, okay, go ahead. I wasn't sure what his skills were right. or like what parts of his suit like do what. You know, Spider-Man shoots webs. Batman has batterings. What what does he have? He has the emblem that halves, and he can throw like... Well, and like he, was, he can objects? get shot, and it didn't do anything. So he was right. near vulnerable but maybe not Fully? yeah so i don't know i hope they it's super strength that. yeah super strength yes and he can f- kind of fly with his... but it also seems very generic right yes and that's i think and i remember him with a staff specifically in oh. the comics maybe so like a gambit one but it was white oh cool maybe and maybe that's a season two thing right i hope so if they clearly define a little more of what his abilities are and what powers him that will be good and if we get a little more action that he again moon knight was very barely on screen but it created a sense of oh it's going to be a payoff when we get to see him but like they keep him purposely yeah in the background for the majority of the season so i hope especially that's something we, for yeah. the first half of the season because yeah, we just, every time there was an action or action happening it was just stephen grant switching to mark specter and then you saw it from stephen grant's perspective so all it is is he he blacks out and then wakes up and then everybody around him is brutally murdered yeah which i i think that's okay to do sometimes but yeah. i thought they allowed it. it you know what it reminded me of is game of thrones mm-hmm. remember in season one of game of game of thrones they never actually showed any action yeah it would always just cut away and then come back when the battle was over i and I, I think that was budgetary but yeah i i agree with you and maybe maybe so in this case too but it was something that especially when the seasons got later into Game of Thrones and you realize how incredible the action sequences could be, yeah. made you really wish that they sure at least did something in the first season. Yeah. And I feel like that's the case here. You got a sense of what Moon Knight action sequences could be because you did see him fight sometimes, You especially right. at the end of the last episode. And I liked it and I just wanted more of it. I Anyway. I, I, I agree and I hope so. And... Um... One last note for me, just yep. because it's the only chance we're going to get. I liked how they needed each other, even though it might have been a little cheesy oh, yeah. at the end. Like, oh, he died, but really you need him and the, your scales are balanced. But I just liked the parallel between the, the duality between you mean the two of them. Two personalities? Yes. Or you mean Steven? And... No, Steven and, uh, yeah, and Mark. They actually grew to love each other. Yeah. And they realized how th- together they make one person. Yeah. Even though not... Steven is, you know, is in addition, uh, is DLC to Mark's life. But at least they tried to explain that. And, you know... But an important part. From when he, he fractured in his mind. And then it was the death of his mother that kind of was the catalyst for them converging and him starting to become conscious during Mark's life. Right. So at least they tried to make sense of that just freaking crazy train of a first episode by the time it wrapped. Yeah. Um, I am comfortable. I have a solid idea of what I would grade this. I'd love to hear it. I'd say it's an eight. It I, was great. You know, I, I 
I know our last episode, we both were equal. We said a nine for Hawkeye. I agree with you. This, to me, is an eight as well. So, yeah. Really, and the the highlight of it was Oscar Isaac's performance. Me too, yeah. And hopefully continuing yeah. performance with more action next time. If you're hearing this, please. Yeah, Disney, I know you're listening. <laughs> please add more Moon Knight action. Yeah, and give him his moon stick. Or his moon staff. What sounds sicker? Sicker is not a word. What sounds moon more sick? Moon staff. Moon stick or moon staff? I mean, I think staff always sounds better than stick. Stick sounds small and twiggy and breakable. But I like just... But there's something about phone Moonstick. Phonetically, it just sounds like cooler. You know what I kind of want? I think Moonstick sounds like a candy that I want to eat. Yeah? I could see it like being like a taffy base. Like a <laughs> vanilla cream taffy. Well, on that note... And that's so, also... No, I was just... I was just <laughs> oh, okay. No. What, what's the note we're, we're going out on here? Is yeah, it sorry. a high note or is it a low note? It's a high note. So we oh. both give it an eight. Yeah. Go see it if you haven't. Please. Uh, Disney Plus. If you don't have Disney Plus, borrow Brandon Green's uh, login because that's what I do. Uh, if you reach out to us at randomfandomcast at gmail.com and ask for it, I will add you. I have one profile spot left. <laughs> or you can email him at randomfandomcast at gmail.com. What did I say? Or or you can... I Didn't I just say that? Yeah. We usually take the Twitter one. So oh, I just, okay. So in my I, head. Well, or I, you can... Twit, twit him. Twit. Or you can twit him at... Are you sure? At random... No. Random, random fandom, fandom WBB. WBB. At. At us. We need to do more on Twitter, man. Yeah. I want to wear more hats, too. All right, can we get off Twitter, actually, now that it's... It's gross. Going there. to hell. Yeah. Because of... Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah. What a musky odor Twitter has. Huh? All right. We'll see you on Tik... <laughs> no, I ain't Talk. doing that shit. Um, parlor yeah let's see you on parlor (laughs) yeah the a place for burgeoning podcasts anyways this was episode 121 that means we have 120 episodes even some bonus episodes that we didn't number in our uh, archive please feel free to listen to anything there and you can see how we devolved to this point of just (laughs) non-sensory remember when we all started off we're like yeah we're gonna be a podcast dude we put so much time into the original episode and effort yeah 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 and now we're just here all right. Speaking of which, let's go get some food. Yeah, it's taco time. Thanks for being a fan of our fandom. And stay taco, ta- tacoy, stay. Yeah, you get. What's it. Spanish for geeks? Okay, Google. What's Spanish for geeks? In Spanish, that's freakies. <laughs> freakies. <laughs> really? All right. Thanks again, freakies. Bye. <laughs>